Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Slacker and Steve. Tiak, pull up a chair. Uh, Steve is going to compliment us, I think. I oh, think wow. you're right. What's uh, what's going on? You know how I'm always constantly getting down on you parents because you guys are bad parents. All parents, you guys don't know what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, it's super fun to have made a lifelong commitment to keeping another human alive while you just browbeat us on a daily mm-hmm. basis. Yeah, yeah that. You know when I do yeah. that? that yeah, thing? I've, yeah, I've noticed. Okay, yeah. 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 This is skosh. Yeah. I'm always like, well, can I just want to do the biggest standing ovation, the biggest round of applause for mm-hmm. this group of parents. Okay. The first time ever, parents being honest. They're not lying about, oh, no, parenting. It's oh, the, the thing dream. where they... There's that story where it's 15 things parents secretly hate hate about their kids. Yeah, and finally they admitted the things they hate about their kids. Not a compliment. No, it's Steve found a way to make uh-huh. a standing ovation over something where he's going to browbeat us again. Okay. okay. I pulled up I a just, chair for this. I'm sorry. I just Stand to make up. sure. You're right, actually. Yeah, All right, so why don't you walk us through the things that we okay. hate about our kids, and we'll, we'll tell you whether or not they're true or not. Because this will be the first time you two have been honest about parenting. Oh my God, I've never been anything but honest. I, when it comes to parenting, I think most, I think all women, it's I think they lie their faces off. It's a like when you're all fat and like your mucus plug falls out and you can't control how much you're farting or how much you pee because there's a baby sitting on your bladder and then they tell other friends, oh my God, it's magical. It's, yes, it's, it's spiritual. It's like, no, it's, it's not. A it's a You've just got enough of that pro, that, whatever that drug that hits your body. Or whatever. Yeah, pro, it's not profacid. That's from <laughs> that's from, that's from the fugitive. Oh my god! Okay. Just we derail everything. It's like never RDU mind. 90. Okay, all right. Ah. All right, these are the fifteenth. You switch the samples. <laughs> Sorry. If you like the movie The Fugitive, this is hilarious to you. If not, you're like, what the f are these guys? I, mean, I thought it was funny. I got it. I'm more in the other camp. I don't know. <laughs> but you laughed. You're like, I don't know. It sounded like Harrison Ford when I did it. I thought. Switch the samples. <laughs> That's Harrison Ford saying that, and it's pretty, it pretty dead on. He was dead okay. on. Anyway, what are we lying about? Uh, okay, 15 things parents secretly hate about oh, their okay. kids. Number one. Your weekends are ruined. There's no sleeping in when you have kids. Even when they're older, you have to yeah. shuffle them around to soccer I'll games. I'll be honest. You're, yeah, it's true. I hate you, but you can't. <sighs> You can't hit your kids. You chose this to bring it on yourself. No, but it's 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 something that you don't you didn't think through. You're like, okay. oh my god, it's gonna <laughs> be honest. no. I, I I will not lie about any of these things. Okay, you think I, it's like 100 percent honest about. Yeah, these things. I don't. We're not quite there yet. He's not in activities. He's still real young. But it it is ruined in the fact there's no sleeping in. There's no, yeah, like, there's, your kid doesn't know like uh-huh. at the early stage they don't know if it's Monday or whatever. So they you're wake right. up and they come crawling into your bed and you're like, yeah. oh hey. And I I feel like ever since my son was born, I've been on like. 
there's just a dad. There's a level of dad of just like you don't sleep. You just don't. And you're yeah. not really tired. You're always tired, but you're never tired. And, yeah. just, and, and moms, it's like times 100. But dad, it's like, and now I know how my dad was. Yeah. Like just always it's, awake. It's kind of awful. Always falling asleep, right, but always so, awake. So far, we're being nice. honest. You and are. We're doing I appreciate that. Hated. Meanwhile, Keep me going. and Aaron are doing REM sleep. Like it's yeah. Oh, man, I get a solid eight hours every night. <laughs> Shut it. <laughs> Number two, how cute milestones can make things harder. Like... They can talk, great, now they'll never shut up, or now they can walk and they'll never sit out it, ever it's again. every single thing other than potty training. Potty training is the only one that actually makes it better. Uh, for yeah. you, uh, yeah. For you, but the rest of them, it's like, because right. when they're crying, you just shove a bottle in their stupid face. <laughs> You're being a little too honest. Okay? <laughs> really? <laughs> but then all of a sudden, they can, they're eating solid foods or stuff, or then they can start to talk, and then they won't stop asking the why question. Yes. And you're just like, mm, and you shove, they're like five, and you're trying to shove a bottle, and they're like, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> That's not like, working just anymore. shut, here's a pacifier. Yeah. I do remember my wife saying, like, I just can't wait till he talks, and then he can just tell us. No. What he needs, what he wants, and will be so easier. Uh-uh. And yeah, now he it's won't just, shut up. He wants everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he won't shut up. And then once they can walk, you're like, "Isn't it going to be so great? We don't have to carry him everywhere." No, because then yeah. you're just like, "Like he's climbing in the toilet." <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, I love the honesty okay. so far. Honest, keep going. Number three, having to be nice to them when you're in a bad mood. People without kids don't understand how da- daunting and endless this so is. You come home from a nice day at Odyssey. <laughs> And your kid wants to tell you all about Handy Manny. Yeah. Oh, and you're just like, you're just trying to shove the bottle in their face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to shove the bottle in your face. Yeah. <laughs> and you get them backwards, and there's your kid like sucking down Maker's Mark, and you're like, ugh, breast milk. You don't want to hear about it. But you have to, because they, they're so innocent. They're perfect. To put up yeah. With. Yeah. It is. I mean, as much as you love, like you walk in and they run you, dad, dad, you know, but... Then there are days where you're like, can I set my bag down? Can I take my keys out of my pocket? Like, let me just. They don't understand that. Yeah. You just got home. Yeah. They're but excited. It's all worth it. Okay. The, yeah. This is awful. Keep going. I'll skip down. Uh, working all day, like Slacker said, working all day, then having, then having to go to a play or a band recital. Another example of never having enough free time. It's always about the kid, never about you. Yeah, we're not there yet, and he's not going to be a nerd, so I don't think we'll have to worry. Shut about your mouth! He's going to... Oh, my God. I can't wait till karma smacks you in the face. He's going to nerd out. He's going to be in every play. He's Wasn't he in, playing, like, the xylophone or whatever? He was, yeah. He was, That's pretty he was nerdy. He's big into the xylophone. I am going to make sure that he does every... Dude, It it is... That one is not... I'm going to say this. I, I disagree with that one. Why? Because, yes, it's a pain in the butt. And but. there are times I come in here and go, guys, I got to cut it short today. I got to run to see Noah play in a football game. Or I got to, I remember when it was like Mia's dance recitals and mm-hmm. stuff. It is a lot, but it's really, that is the thing where we're not lying as parents when we go. It is really cool to see them turn into a human. Okay, I Where get that. Where they're doing something. Human-like, like Noah's yeah. so into football yeah. that he's actually good at it, and he didn't get that from me. So it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, that's, he's, yeah. like if Leo's great at basketball, that's going to make Tiak really, really proud. But if all of a sudden he's a great xylophonist, that's yeah. Also going, it's going to be like, never where's that coming yeah. from? It's the truest yeah. expression of himself, him yes. being himself. Yeah, He's just 
Yeah. Turning into... Steer him into the xylophone. I want to, <laughs> I want to see him being a basketball-playing xylophone. <laughs> yeah. All right, listen, there's a, there's a bunch more of these things. We're going to get super honest about parenting. These are 15 things parents secretly hate about kids. We'll be honest about the rest of the list next. Slacker and Steve. We're being forced into being honest on this show. Yeah. We always said we're honest. And you yeah. guys you guys are doing really good because parents, you, all you do is lie to your kid all day yeah. long. We I've gotten some angry wolf. texts from my wife, but <laughs> it's worth it, right? So Steve found the list of 15 things parents secretly hate about their kids. And this is being on from honest parents, and I'm yes. loving it. So Steve and Aaron are just gloaty, while yeah. T-Hack and I Endure. are being honest about things like our weekends suck. Um, yeah, the, 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 your house is always going to be a mess. That's a given. Well, you're done. You can never get a clean house. I don't know if again. we talked about that one that much. I didn't think that through either. You like as a parent, you think like I'm going to be able to do it. I bought like we bought all these baskets, and you're like toys go in this, and you're going to teach them. Once you're done, yeah. pick up, pick up your toys. And all that has to happen is one time they fall asleep with their toys, you carry them to the crib, and now you're the person who picks up the toys. Yep. And now you just, <laughs> yep. like, from that point forward, all bets are off. Like, my house is still a crap hole. Uh, still, <laughs> still stepping on Legos. Yes! <laughs> it's, it is Legos. Now, instead of them being Lego Duplo, they're Harry Potter Legos. They've graduated to, in Star Wars Legos, they like nicer, smaller Legos. But your house, and then they also just don't pay, like... Both my kids will have water or have like, oh, and they just throw the wrap. Like, like they're at the movie theater, just whoop, just toss the wrapper aside. You walk around like, when my son plays Xbox, I go downstairs. I'm like, what the f? Like, I reached down into the sides of the couch the other day, and oh, I, like I could. Oh, I used to do that. It's not like a haunted house attraction. I just <laughs> blindly reach into the oh, couch. Oh god, you start to slide your hand past the boogie chair. Oh, god. Okay. Your house is a crap hole because your kids are pigs. Yeah, I'll take a nice and your house. Parents, over. if you're being honest, that's like. Your house is never going to be clean again till they get the F out. Or their car. Your car is always trashed. Oh, 100%. Bad. Like, I found a little cubby in my, like, you know the middle seat thing that folds down in most mm-hmm. cars? I pulled it down in my car the other day, full of snotty Kleenex. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm like, I just assumed they were taking them in when they would, would blow oh, their nose in the back of the car. Bastard. Yeah. It's just, and they're just caked together yeah. in amalgamation. Okay. You assume it's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep going, Steve. What else we got to be honest about? Out of the list of 15, excuse me, this is probably the one that I would think about briefly and then put it out of my mind. The pressure that every little mistake made as a parent could scar your kid for life. It's mentally draining, and you constantly feel guilty. Uh, this this has probably been the biggest one for me. I, I over I tend to overthink things. No. You guys know that. No. Um, and so yeah, every little thing you're going. Oh, don't make don't make this a weird thing, or you don't want him talking to his therapist one day and going. Well, I remember when my dad told me not to whatever. And yeah, it's that part's hard for me. I didn't start overthinking till it was too late. On your first child, Noah. Yeah. And so now all I can see is all the scarring that I did. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's an awful thing. I don't know which is better, to just scar the crap out of them and then regret <laughs> it or to live in the gut-wrenching fear that T-Hack lives in. Yeah, because I don't know that I'm parenting the You're right. Because I'm just not. everything. I'm just overthinking. Yeah, I'm reacting to, oh, well, don't mess this. Don't, do, don't be weird. Don't do this. Instead of just yeah. being in the moment with your son. Exactly. I, and I think most of it goes through most parents' heads. 
After a while, you just got to go, screw it. I don't care. Whatever. Just you don't say whatever. screw, but you have to like, you almost do. You know you're screwed, right? You know your parents yeah, screwed up. Yeah. So what most parents do, and you can pretend you're not doing it. I don't know if you're doing it, Tiak. I did literally the exact opposite of everything my parents did, which is equally, if not <laughs> It's right. equally as bad, they if got not something worse. right, I'm sure. You're of course. Just, yeah. Look, I mean, I have three brothers. All four of us are wildly successful in whatever. I mean, me doing this radio show as long as I have. My brothers all own businesses and, like, mm-hmm. huge execs for major corporations and blah, They're- blah, blah. Much more successful. <laughs> I, mean, I was saying in our chosen field. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like you I'm always like, got to throw that ass. Right, right. I'm the most successful at the worst thing yeah, okay. <laughs> between the four of us. But like we all swung the pendulum the opposite way. We you all did. like we you didn't did. grow up with a lot of stuff, but we all give our kids everything. And that's probably worse. That is interesting because how I think finances was your guys' most biggest motivator because you grew up poor. Yes. All you have, everything you want now, and you all spoil or you all do yes. everything for your... Which is so much worse. I almost wish we had done okay. exactly what my parents did because now my kids are just like... You know, entitled little POS. I, I don't. Yes. I mean, yeah, <laughs> if yeah, I'm yeah, be, like, no. I just remember one of Mia's first concerts was we got to go to Taylor Swift, and because we do this for a living, we had unbelievable seats. Yeah. And we got to meet her. Yeah. We wow. got to meet the biggest pop star on the face of the planet Earth, and now they're like, we go see Ed Sheeran, and they're like, what? Why aren't we going back? Right. And you're like. Ah, I know, I know. Which is more scarred? Denying them stuff so they they have to wear tracks shoes to school. Or for me, I would have been like, we get to go to a city, right? (laughs) Like your kid already has Air Jordans. Yeah, he does. I know. Or do you want him to go without and learn the Uh, life lessons of going without? Tiak. I don't know. I, I, it's exactly the same thing because now I like cling on to these things that I didn't have as a child. Jordan's being one of them, and so I'm trying to just give him Jordan so that he like, and then he he doesn't think they're a big deal, which is almost good. But then it's but bad because you're like, well, now I'm, what, what you what's have the to point? appreciate him. What are what yeah. are you doing? But then you don't want him to appreciate him too much because yeah. that's what I do. So. Right. Yeah. The one that's on this list that I want to get to is. We have to pretend to, it's like, it's the mindless playing yep. and pretending to give a flying F. I think hard. I mentioned it before, Handy Manny or The Wiggles <laughs> or name or Elmo, any. Blippy. Who's that? Oh boy. You're lucky you missed that one. <laughs> Do you know who Blippy is? I've seen him in the store and it's always like, right this way, so I'm right past. <laughs> don't, look, yeah. don't look. We have to pretend. Like I can sing the Handy, my kids have not watched Handy Manny in 10 years and I can sing the entire theme song <laughs> right now. And it'll never be out of my head. And you have to pretend you're into it. Because they don't want to just sit and watch it alone. They want daddy next to him in case they have a question. And I'm like, I love Vilmer Vald or whatever. It's the dumbest effing show on the face of the planet (laughs) Earth. And he's always solving some inane, stupid problem. And you're just like. Yeah. Or when the shows where they ask, they're like, do you see the the way to go? And you're like. Ah, It's right there in the corner (laughs) of the screen, you Mr. Noodle. Slacker and Steve, weekday afternoons on Alice. So there's an outrage story, and this room's already like... (laughs) Yeah, getting heated. This couple got married, uh, did a Disney wedding, which first off, Mm. (laughs) 
If you're a friend of mine and you're doing a Disney wedding, don't invite me. Yeah, we're not I friends. Don't, I, I can't don't believe wanna... there was a whole TV show dedicated to it. <laughs> no invitation for me, I guess. <laughs> um, I, like, who wants to go? There was a TV show about what? D- all Disney weddings. Really? Yeah. And they're just nerds. It was hosted by like Chrissy Teigen, I think. Do they last? John, Do I, those weddings, marriages last? Probably no because idea. they're children. Like you're somebody who never grew up. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? You're unbalanced. You, you're yes, right. you're, you're both yeah. equally out of balance. Thank you're you. both something... not gonna like mature. Or, or you're so out of balance, one is all in and the other just goes, whatever. Yeah. Right. yeah. And then that's right. not good either. For sure. Just wear your stupid little yeah. aerial costume and I'll pretend <laughs> yeah. to be like, Yay, I'm marrying a mermaid. Woo! <laughs> this is so realistic. Yes, I'll put you in the bathtub once a week and wash your fin. Whoa, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) The legs are stuck together in a fan. I don't know how to explain that to you. Um, So anyway, here's what happened. Guests show up at this wedding, and we've all been to a wedding where you're not sure when you get there if it's cash bar or open bar. Okay. And the guests Mm -hmm. find out it's definitely cash bar. Okay. So that's okay. But you already flew to Florida. Is it in Florida? I I I mean, I think it's it's at a Disney place because... It's the real... So that's expensive as heck. So they had to cut back on stuff. So it's a cash bar. So it's cash bar, and then they realize there's no food. They didn't supply food either because they spent like so much money procuring the venue itself. I see that. And getting Mickey and Minnie to come out. And they're in... Mickey's in a white tuxedo and Minnie's in a little white dress. Okay, that's not cheap, I'm sure. Well, I I feel like this couldn't be at Disney. I feel like if you had a wedding at Disney, they would require you to get different packages. Yeah, they wouldn't just be... They wouldn't let you do it. So it's almost like they just rented the Mickey and Minnie and spent all their money on just... It's like maybe not even the official ones. It's just... Yeah, but it said it cost them kind of a lot for the venue as well. So hmm. I don't I don't know, but it costs almost the same amount for the venue as it costs for Mickey and Minnie to show up for thirty minutes and basically dance and take and pictures with that's the guests. Yeah, in that. Uh. But on the invitation, it says, or at some somewhere they were informed. Listen, there are vending machines all around, so if you're hungry. <laughs> Feel free. I try not to be a judgy person, but this is so tacky. It's. I would be, I'd be happy. I hate wedding food. Any, like, it's always terrible. Wedding food and vending machine food are exactly the same to me. Yeah, They're- but if I'm going to a wedding, I am, sure, a uh, cash bar, that's fine. I get it. There better be food. What kind of food? <laughs> I don't care. Can it even, can, can they get by with just hand, like, just appetizers? I'll take that. Yeah. But if I'm leaving my house, I am going to get food. I don't care what the event is. <laughs> I don't think you're owed it. I, I mean, think you it, are. There, you think there's a social contract that says if you're going to come watch me say I do, you get food. Yeah. Then should your gift, because this has always been my argument, your it's eighty dollars a plate. It's you and your sig other. That's one sixty. Your gifts better be worth more than one sixty. Yeah. Nobody thinks like that. Nobody. You probably roll in, you and your sig other with like hundred bucks, but it's like it's eighty a plate. You're you're already sixty in the hole before I even pay for the venue. I know you don't want me to think you like spreadsheet math, but that's the way wedding planning is. It's all of you are thinking that way. Even ladies think that yes. way too. She wants she thinks she's entitled to food. You're not entitled to anything. I invited you to watch me get married. That's you, it. The fact that 
the fact that you guys, what's in it for me? If I, I'm not showing up unless there's a fish, or I'm not showing up unless there's cash, but there's a bar over It's like, that's all weddings have become. It's like, even said, you spent the, I get the. You don't, you're a person who's never had people over at your house. Right. Ever. If I invite you guys over, this is bad. And we expect you expect a gift, and that gift better be more than what you're going to spend on If I'm on putting me. on a pretty decent like party, you should roll, and you think you're going to drink like eight drinks, you should bring... <laughs> You should bring something in. Here's I'm not I'm not actually saying that you should, but here's what I do. Like if I'm going over to my neighbor's house, I know Josh has is going to pour me some Hendrix gin or some Maker's Mark or a great rosé, and so I'm bringing Hendrix or Maker's Mark or a great rosé with me and a lot of times i'll bring more than i think i'm gonna drink because he's hosting he's got food he's like there's got to be you guys spreadsheet every little that's the way you stay and you know it's not even spreadsheeting though it's just like being a good person yes you are invited to share in this experience of love and And joy and you're bitching i didn't get enough fish over here i I don't know i mean i guess i'm wrong i know i'm on both sides of this issue right now. none of this is romantic i thought the wedding is supposed to be well but here's what it's all business in their brains it's this we could have either got you food or you can which like satisfies you for right now or you can get your picture with the real deal Mickey and Minnie, and now you got that picture forever, forever, and you didn't have to pay for it. We fronted the three grand to get Mickey and Minnie, so you're welcome. You weren't going to eat $3,000 worth of food. You're welcome. You get a priceless memory for you. and the- I can't. And the best thing that you can do is roll in with Aquaman or somebody to like offset the price of Mickey and no okay Okay. all of I don't I don't I'm not that mad at it but everyone in the world is like just like Aaron like you owe me food I just think it's it's a little presumptuous to say it's I can't think of what other things are like that but during COVID we realized. The airline flight, they don't owe you food. They just, they're just doing that as a courtesy. All they, all I you- guess with a wedding though, it's going to be a long thing. So I'm expecting you to give me energy, nutrients to help me last. <laughs> Pack a damn night. granola bar. It's not my fault. Bring you some allowed cheese. To, you're allowed to be out and bring in food to the reception. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, bring your own GB. Pizza show <laughs> yes. up. Yes. Or- yes. But Absolutely. This is so bizarre. It's not, though, because I'm telling you, all these people now have a picture with, and have you ever oh seen my Mickey God, Mouse? I'm going to frame it. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to get me a granola bar. I'm still hungry. <laughs> Slacker and Steve. I never thought I would dislike Tiak as much as I do at this point. <laughs> you guys are bad. Uh, this is, I don't, yeah. this is not going to be good. Um, so there's a study out that says seven in ten parents are okay with uh, co-sharing the bed with their children. And I'm all in on that. I think I think it's a beautiful thing that you can do and should do for as long. Like, they're only little and want to be around you for so long. And then when they don't want to be around you, they really don't want to be around you. Yeah. And Tiak is like, 
Go ahead. Has Leo ever slept in your bed? No, never. Never has, never will. Wow, nice. Listen to the amount of conviction in his like voice. It's gross. <laughs> Why? No, I, I, like I, I draw a hard line. That just No, you sleep well, in your bed, I sleep in my bed. He's been sick before, right? Uh-huh. Never then? No, he sleeps in his bed. Can I can I prove to you with one question? <laughs> okay, yeah. That you're making the wrong decision? Okay. Ready? Yeah. The question is not for you. Steve, did you sleep with your parents? I did not, sir. There you go. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Way to go. <laughs> that just, uh, that was just, and you put him in the bed. Oh my god. Well played, buddy. Just, but I never did either. I, I never really? slept. Yeah, never ever. I couldn't even party. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine asking my dad to sleep in the bed, like with them. Right. Like, like I the. I'm with you a thousand percent. I would have never slept with my parents. My father is the reason. My father built houses, and when he slept. Well, also, he's a very violent sleeper. Like, when my dad would fall asleep on the couch, just, poof, like, all of a sudden, he would, like, punch or kick, and you're like, what the, I mean, it was crazy. He just said he was asleep. I, well, I, you, you know what? You're probably right. It's, he was setting up some boundaries to be like, oh, you want to come sleep with me tonight? Come on in. But um, I would never have asked that, but I feel like most people, most sane people, <laughs> The pendulum swings the other way. Like, I would have never imagined being able to sleep with my parents. That's why my kids slept with us. Oh, okay. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, it's no, a I beautiful get, it, thing. It's very tempting, but I also think, like, especially early on for us, it was very important that we establish that, like, Leo, you sleep in your crib. And the more comfortable we make your crib for you, the better he slept. And he slept trained, sleep trained, slept trained. Uh, do I need to make both of them pass? Yeah. I don't know. He sleep trained really well because, of, like, the crib was comfortable. He doesn't really nap. He never really napped or fell asleep in our arms because he doesn't sleep there. He sleeps in the crib. Wow. So he knows when I'm in the crib, I sleep. So he feels like he's been brainwashed and conditioned like like a like an inmate is the way I, do you know what i'm saying there's not a lot of love in your house right and he gets two jumpsuits <laughs> aaron you slept with your parents right? oh yeah for sure not like every night but i definitely remember yeah well, having you were, nightmares you were sick though too sick. Yeah, yeah i would absolutely walk up to the edge of the bed and like i throwed up and they would let me in the bed okay <laughs> it's so it's i don't there's Whoa. just a lovingness to it. I understand the logic of what you're saying to you. The codependency well, and, part of it. And the... just for clarification, my son is still in a crib. He does not cry, climb out of it yet. So he hasn't, I haven't had to deal with, like maybe when he's staring at me in the middle of the night and saying, I just threw it up. I You'll might, let him I might, I, it'll be hard. It might be hard to say no. Like right now he, but he does so well in the crib. He, he never wakes up. See, and how old is he? Like 17, 18? <laughs> it's like, it's like, most mass murderers and most serial killers all slept with their parents in their beds. Back that up with a statistic. Uh, it's right here. Hang on. I got to find it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. But you, you but no, you it just. It, it, no, I think you become way more. I don't disagree is with this what you're saying. better for the kids or the parents, though? Both. Both. Yeah, I agree. You learn your parents' place. I think if you let them sleep with you every night, now you've crossed That's the a line. Problem. Okay. But your parents' side needs to be a place where you feel the ultimate comfort. I agree with T Hack. It's like you have to learn to self-soothe 
and your bed should be your main safe place. But when I'm scared out of my brain, if I can't go tug on my mom and go, mom, I'm scared. And like, just, I remember just holding the blanket open and them going, oh, thank God. And then climbing in and just getting right up under the armpit. And you're just like, well, I mean, it feels like maybe the parents should get up and go back into the room and go, well, let me tuck you back in. (laughs) <laughs> Not I'm just tired. like Hobbit. Oh, oh, this is about. It's about the- okay. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink. Think your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Slacker and Steve, weekday afternoons on Alice. So we need to talk about road rage Yeah, yeah. woo! Um, Steve is so good at it, Bro. he's trying to sign up for... Yes! There's some sort of... Yep. I found a story that I didn't even really look at. Like, there's some foundation for traffic safety or something that is trying to pay people $4,000 to be a part of a driving behavior study. Yeah, it's like two three-hour sessions or three two-hour sessions or and something. So the, they would what? Like you, they you have to be like on Zoom the whole time you're driving. You drive your S five around town until you get an incident. Uh, well, Is I that... went, so I went to their website and I can't find anywhere on the website. I was going to ask Aaron for help about where do you sign up for this? It's got everything but that. It's vehiclefreak.com. I got that far. <laughs> Wait, is there a, it's what, my home page. <laughs> I feel like they they would after following you they'd. Sir, you have to pay us. Yeah. Watch this. Like, you're you're the most road rage person I've ever met. No, you you know a lot of people. Ah, uh, no, I like honestly, you used to, and I don't know if you've calmed down or maybe you just don't tell us as often. What? But it used to be you would come into work almost every day, like when you first got your sports car. Yeah, you would come in and because you always say. Who's going to teach these people if it's not me? So like you, you, when you cut in front of somebody, you start your lane change when you're about halfway through their car. So they have no choice 
but to lock them up to let you in. Did you not? Dude, I've been <laughs> no, in the car with no you. No one's ever had to lock up anything. Bull, oh my God. You know. start, I, I swear to God, not. you're on their front quarter panel when you start coming over. You know it's true. Oh my God, if you deny that right now. I know the length of my car. It's oh car. my God. In fact, it's their fault. Oh, <laughs> you, huh. What? Like, and I don't, like if you want to do that, you can do that, but when I'm the passenger, then you better be going towards the left because when you're doing it on my oh, side you're, you're right good good tip i'll remember <laughs> that <laughs> no i'll try yeah. to do something like basically in the other person's yes, car, I'm like in their car. <laughs> turn it to 105.9 <laughs> i do i adjust their presets for them in there but like you follow people home i i was so angry one time that i did follow yes but i got i've been, I've been followed home too and you go home. Don't go home. No, I do around because there's a cop shop. Oh, you, you, is that where I'll you go? go? Yeah, I'll do. I'll go that mm. way. And, yeah. What? Well, it's not <laughs> a bigger deal that you were followed home. That would t- terrify me forever. Yeah, if I had a family, yeah. But, but it's just me. But it's usually from you cutting them off. No, I'm always a victim. Okay. Here's what we want to do. We want to talk about your road rage stories. In fact, we need you. We need to bring Colorado up in the rankings. Yes, yeah. Uh, a new study came out that said Utah is actually the biggest road rage state. I, I why right? Yeah. I don't know. They're just angry. They're just All like right. I can see uh, having one wife's hard, having multiple wives. <laughs> I never thought of that. Ah, I gotta take it out on someone. You live on a salt flat, I guess. That would be There's a lot of people too. in your ear going, "You gonna take that from him?" <laughs> it. I want everyone to rest assured. We are number three. Colorado oh, is number hey. three. It's uh, Utah number one. I believe it's Missouri number two. Missouri. And then Colorado mm. number three. So okay. if we get some really great road rage stories today, yeah. perhaps we can bump our ranking nice. up just a skosh. Uh, so we want to hear your road rage stories. 303-222-5423. Or you can text us at 51059. I feel like I have calmed down my road rage. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Really? A little bit. Nice. Good okay. For you. Because so yesterday, for example, <laughs> I was in <laughs> stuff literally still happens daily. Okay. Um, but I was in the outside turn lane, someone was in the inside turn lane. It was just the two of us. No other cars. Our light turns green, you know, I turn wide, I go into my lane, he goes into his, and he immediately comes into my lane, goes all the way across three what? other lanes. Don't to get say into- what, Steve, that's your patented move. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. this guy's good. Three yeah. lanes, heck, I can do six. <laughs> that guy's the victim. Like, and I just had to sit there and think, why would, Why didn't he just get behind me? Why if you knew he- that you were going to be making that next right turn, yeah. why didn't you just get behind me? Yeah. And, of course, he flips me off. Because so what? I just I give him a thumbs down because I feel like that hurts more. The thumbs down? Oh, yeah. The thumb. No, no. Okay. I think it does. I agree. How's a thumbs down hurt? Because, kiss, because it's hurts. like I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. yeah. yeah. I do a similar thing when you get to like a four way stop. Instead of the little wave, I just point to him. I do too. It's like. You. Yeah. And go. they go. Oh, go. And then they go. And then <laughs> you don't do that like, wait, no, you wait, wait. You just point. That's like you're wait, the conductor like yeah. of the four-way yeah. Someone, you, someone so, needs to take authority. Because yeah. registered Colorado drivers are morons. 
I will fully pay into the D bag jar for what I'm about to say. Okay. But I don't get in road rage anymore now that I have a Tesla because they're so far behind me that it's <laughs> yeah. like if anybody does anything, I just go and it's just <laughs> and they don't exist. There's anymore. nothing they can do. They cannot keep up. You know that is true. It is yeah. one of the greatest er, things in the world. You always win. You there, still have to put money in the D bag jar. Ha ha. Okay. Uh, there's there's an incident in Buffalo, and I think we're gonna. I want to hear some of these. Somebody threw cheese at another car in a road rage incident. Like a slice? or a... I don't know how much, why they were sitting around with a piece of cheese. Like, I've, I've told the story before. My mom threw a half gallon of milk at somebody. And that was a Whoa. glass. Wasn't it glass? Oh, it was Longmont Dairy Milk, glass. which is one, awesome milk. It is. And two, in a full-blown... That's a heft. It is a heft. <laughs> I have to make a confession. What? I, I've been involved in cheese throwing on the road. Get out of your face. In a road rage incident? Uh, no, we were like in high school, coming back from a basketball tournament. We had McDonald's and we just dared one of the kids to throw a burger and it's he stuck it. Nice. The he window. opened it up and like Yeah. And then the the dad who was driving instantly was like, What he's like, you're gonna get me in big like I have to fight them, don't you realize? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so if you've been involved in a road rage incident, we want to hear your story. 303-222-5423. Slacker and Steve. Colorado is number three on the Road Ragers of America list. Roar, road rage. And we want to raise our numbers. Woo. So we want to hear your road rage stories. Let's start with Samantha. Yeah. Road rage. Oh, you sound too nice to be a rager. Right. What's, oh. <laughs> What's your road okay, rage not story? Me raging. <laughs> okay, what happened? Well, I guess I was following this woman a little too close. I don't know. I don't do that on purpose. It's just I'm I'm trying to get where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess I was following her too close and we stopped at this red light and all of a sudden she comes like busting out of her car, Ooh. yelling and flipping me off. And I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? Uh-huh. Then she takes an empty car seat out of her car. Thank God it was empty. And what? she throws it on my hood. Just throws it on my hood. Flips me off and then gets back in her car. Did she grab the car seat or seat, or she just leave it denting into your hood? She left it dented into my hood, got back into her car, and just drove away. And I'm sitting there like, what? what the? Three car seat. I just had to pull it out of my hood. <laughs> Those aren't cheap. But like, I did okay. not believe it. Is it a great coat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good brand, it's Steve. crappy. Like, it, it almost seemed like it actually was used for dogs. There was like dog hair all over oh, it. Oh, God. And so I don't think it was an actual baby's car seat. I freaking hope not. <laughs> She's one of those. It, yeah. Okay. It was just one of those that seemed like it was in her car and she was like, I'll, I'll get to her. <laughs> so it was crazy. Your car's like dented though. It's damaged. It, it has some scratches. It didn't dent, thankfully, uh, but it did have wow. a little scratch. Nothing too awful. It was more of just like, I can't believe that actually happened to me. I can't believe I have this story in my life. You just don't know like how unhinged. Once know. somebody gets out of their car, yes. it's like, what are you doing? Exactly. You don't know yeah. if I have a gun. You don't, you don't know. know if I have a car seat of my own. Or people and we parked can, around yeah. you have a... Yeah, somebody, it's going to be a car seat fight in the middle of 25. Wow. Uh, thank you for the call, Samantha. Uh, Nancy. Yay. Yay. Road rage. Ooh. What'd you do? Uh, I didn't do anything. (laughs) I was in the drive-thru at Starbucks. Okay. And I, obviously, I was like, I need to get super caffeinated right now. I'm so tired. (laughs) So, at the drive-thru, some dude rear-ends me. 
Yeah, because I guess he needed his coffee really like, sooner. I want to go ahead and just shove you right, right up past the window. What for real? Yeah, no, he rear-ended me, and then he gets out of his car, and I'm in the car with my friend, and he gets out of his car and starts banging on the window as if to, like, bite us, and it was really scary. Uh. And my friend and I were like, uh, the window's locked up, uh, is up, and the doors are locked, and we're like, what do we do? And these poor Starbucks employees are just, like, trying to do their job and make our drinks, and it was just, like, it was so scary. Because sometimes, I just want to, if you haven't ever heard of this, Nancy, if somebody rear you don't like get out of your because that's a tactic for bad nefarious people as well. I'm they like, rear end you, you get out to check the damage. Yes, and you're in their trunk. Thanks for bringing that up. That's actually. a but that's, I mean, this guy's obviously just he's doing it with witnesses. There's Starbucks dude, employees right care, there, right? He doesn't what you're rear ending somebody in a drive through. Where are you gonna get to? There is a I gotta have my macchiato. <laughs> I need it. Thank you for the call, Nancy. Uh, Madison, yai, yai, road rage. Um, I am in such a small town. Uh, I live in Longmont, so I'm... <laughs> Longmont's not that small anymore. <laughs> that's soccer's homeland. Yes, small. that's the motherland. So, okay. Um, but I have such a good memory that if someone, any, anybody cuts off whatever, I can remember the car, color, license plate, everything, type of car, Whoa. anything. So you're and a rain man of road rage? <laughs> I like that. That's yes, fun. I uh, have too good of a memory. So, so you called the cops uh, on on people before? Or? Uh, not really called cops, but just anytime I called see my mom, <laughs> mom, anything, I just went down. I'm on the same street. <laughs> I can see a main street right now. So I are you near Collier like, Street? Yeah, are you near Are you near Fifth and Main? That's where Miller Music I'm, used to be. Or is you used to work there? Um, I did. Wow. I'm actually on the uh, 17th and Alpine. Oh, 17th and Alpine. That's, that's a cool spot. There's, there's a lot of houses there. There's a backwards house right there. The, Get, a house that they the builders actually built backwards. Get out of town. Yeah. Uh, you can tell because uh, they had to actually, try and make a front door. I'm looking door. at the street. Yeah. I'm looking straight on Alpine. Yeah. So. Well, you go. Why don't you remember some license plates? We'll uh, we'll let you go, Madison. <laughs> Thank you. Wowzers. Uh, Jamie? Hello? Hello. Hello. Uh, Road Rage, what do you got? Yeah, this Yay. is Jenny. Sorry, I got you got the okay. wrong name there. Okay. Um, so it's kind of like road rage where I was going down I-70 past Morrison exit, and all of a sudden, cars with cameras hanging out the back of their SUVs what? and a 50 race cars taking off and going clear down C-470, clear past University, Quebec, and they had the whole highway blocked off because they were filming these people's cars. Oh, oh it was like a cannonball run during, or something. Okay. Yeah, it's during during the day, during a weekday. And it was like everybody was having to drive like 30 miles an hour because they had the whole highway all tied up. Yeah, that's But fun. it wasn't like a legal blocking of the highway. It was like full Oh, on. no. No, because we called 911 and they were going to, on the scene, Quickly because you're paying for a toll, man. You're paying so you can do eighty on that thing. That is true, and here they're. That's oh, they no. were they were going by us, hundred and ten easily. Dang. Yeah. That's yeah. They're, that's a little rage. Pictures that yep. would make me very unhappy. Thank you for the call, uh, Jenny. Uh, Steven. Yai. Yai. Road rage. So going north on twenty five, get onto I seventy where you go west on i-70 okay a guy cut in front of me 
And I didn't know, he didn't really cut me off, but he just pulled in front of me, but then started yelling and getting crazy. And I didn't understand why. I thought he was on the phone. And all of a sudden, his sunroof rolls up. What? Door rolls open, and he looks up and spits out his sunroof onto my car. Oh, that's a nice shot. You know how hard that yeah, is? It was, it was, it was, it was, I thought about it. Yeah. I tried to do it with gum. When, when you spit, it splays, so I'm sure he got it all over his car, too. So I, being ragey, pulled up next to him, and I always keep changing my car. So I started grabbing all my pennies and started pinging his Land Rover with my pennies. Dang. Oh, that's going to leave little chips in the paint. <laughs> that does, yes. Yeah, exactly. I, I, didn't, I didn't cut him off. I didn't block him, so I don't know what he thought Just I pennies did from heaven. him to deserve the spit, but... <laughs> That's, yeah, I always yeah. keep changing my thing, so he I always first blood. At people when they make me mad. Yeah, you you did the <laughs> You right. were justified. Yeah. And to use Steve's phrase, you were the victim in yep, this thing. Yep, you were. <laughs> you got spit on. Cindy. Uh, yeah, hi. Yes, yes. hi. Um, road rage. <laughs> okay, so I'm coming home from a management job in Thornton, driving to Longmont, get on Highway 66, and this big old junker car pulls out in front of me, going slow, so I just ride his butt. And then when he finally turns, tries to turn, I drive by him and go, hi. And then he starts following me. Uh-oh, now and it's on. Like, well, yeah, he scared me. So I'm like, oh, crap, what do I do? <laughs> so I call my son, who's 18, usually at home with all his friends. Yep. And I'm like, hey, this guy's chasing me, and I'm scared. Can you come out and scare him off? Yeah. And they're like, what are you doing that for? And he was really mad at me. He's like, oh, well. Oh, my he didn't come. He come Did he help you or no? He probably would have, but the guy finally turned off when we were. I was headed toward. If it was um, Steve, Colbert he's not going to quit right. until he gets you yeah. all the way home. Yeah, well, I'm uh, driving a Mustang, so I would have. But you're in Longmont, though, <laughs> sweetheart. Uh, Christina. Hi. Hi. Road Rage, what do you got? Okay, so my husband and I finally went on date night one night, and we're getting on to I-36, and this you know, we're in the left lane. They're supposed to merge into my lane. Well, her and her friends start flipping me off, me and my husband off. And so we're flipping them back off. And I'm like, pull over, pull over. Ooh, a date and, night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Finally. <laughs> and so they don't want to pull over. So they tried bobbing and weaving on the highway. Well, they thought they got off and they that we didn't see them. Well, we did. So we cut through the grass, <gasps> back onto the off-ramp <gasps> um, over there by what the old Westminster Mall. And they're parked at the light, just kind of sitting there, not knowing I'm on the side of them. I get get a tiny little bat that I have in my truck. You know, the little Rockies wooden bat? Yes. I'm sure the Colorado Rockies intended (laughs) for their little commemorative thing to be. Yeah, you just for road rage. (laughs) Hey, I did. uh, So I'm I'm hitting her window. Well, she has like fancy cars. Nice. You know, the windows that just don't break. Okay. And I'm trying everything, and they're just like their faces are white as ghosts. Yep. Just like because there's a psycho with the rockies. <laughs> yeah. Of course, their faces are well. white. <laughs> Slacker and Steve, weekday afternoons on Alice. Does anybody in here actually like Will Ferrell? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh dang. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you like, can... like him? Like him? Yeah. Admire his talent, even when he's not. You know, he's just being himself in an interview. He's he's. You know, like I think I think I like his movies. I think I don't like his interviews. Wow. I think he's it's like he 
I don't know. Do you think he tries too hard yes. in person? Yes. Yeah, I see that. It's Zach Galifianakis is the exact same. Yeah. I kind of like him in movies, but then when he's he's that the weird between the two ferns that, thing. Yeah. It's that. You know what it is? It's you're either a Saturday Night Live person or you're an SCTV person. Oh, uh, I see. Do you see remember that. SCTV? Yeah. All, the Eugene Levy and the chick that from crew. Beetlejuice, yeah. the, the red-haired lady. Um, it's she's Moira in. Oh. In whatever that's called. She's in Beetlejuice? <laughs> She's the mom in Beetlejuice. No, that's Dottie or whatever from A League of Their Own. No, it's not. Jimmy yeah. Davis was the mom? I swear. She's well, yes, she's she's the she's she wasn't a mom. She's the one who dies, but the mom of the family oh. who moves in. What about is, Kit though? All we're trying to do is talk about Will Ferrell movies and this bunch of like distracted ADHD people are like where did we just end Exactly. <laughs> all right, so um I don't know who did this, like Esquire or somebody took on the best Will Ferrell movies of all time, and we have what they think are the top 10. And I, I like, I have to immediately disagree. Yeah, me too. They said Anchorman is the best movie Will Ferrell ever made. Does anybody in here think that's true? No. 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 Top three, but not the number Top one. three? Yeah. No. Burgundy? Uh, yeah, it is. It's funny, but it's not. Okay. Does anybody like Ricky Bobby? Yeah. I like Ricky Bobby more than uh, Anchorman, probably. Really? Yeah. yeah. For some reason, that movie just turns me off so hard. I, can I, tell. I can't. I yeah. just. I don't. There's so many of his movies, like old school. I, that's that's in the top ten as well. I think that's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Wal- I know he's with Wahlberg on one of them. Old school was my favorite movie. I could probably still say it. I, so that's like, your the number whole one. Thing. Yeah. What was old sure. school? They he. It's a uh, Luke Wilson. He gets divorced or breaks up. He buys a house, but it's on campus property. So in order to keep it, they have to form a frat. Oh, and so he's got like real yeah. college guys who are joining the frat and his buddies who are out like and he married runs down and the stuff. street naked. Okay. Wait, yeah. is that the one with who's the hottie? Vince Vaughn is the oh. is the other guy. Who's the hottie? Again, Not- it's the chick from Grey's Anatomy, I think, is in is the like love no, I'm interest. I'm thinking of what the he's in high school musical, whatever he movie Zach he, Efron? Yeah. Where he's the neighbor, he's like the frat leader. No, that's that's Seth Rogen. Gosh, that's I think it's called yes. Neighbors. Or yes, something. That, that was that movie. Again, not a <laughs> yeah, not, <laughs> not an actual. Will. Can we figure out which one's got Mark Wahlberg in it? Because Steve keeps referencing. Oh, the other guys, they're two cops. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that one's actually kind of funny. That one's good the too. Buddy movie. Yeah. Is that the one where like The Rock and some other dude are so? They think they're so invincible that they die at the very beginning they're of the movie. They're his friends with friends with Walt. That's they're a, the they're the actual hero cops, and then they try to jump off a building or something and yeah. they die. That's yep. it. And then the other guys are Wahlberg and Farrell, yes. and they that solve is a crimes. Good one. The the one movie that's up, well, like for me, my number one is Elf. If if anybody thinks there's a better Will Ferrell movie, there is not. It's <sighs> it's good. It's just. I do would you watch it year round? Yes, uh, I would watch it right now. I would pull out a VCR and watch it on with the tracking bad. It's that good of a movie. I don't like, know. I agree with you. It, it is a classic, but I'm kind of just over it. What? Yeah, I like, think what he's, like the fact that he has to sit there and shove spaghetti with pop tarts and syrup, and he eats it like it's his job. Oh my god, that's so funny. No, no, just me. It's cute. It's fun. I but I I've just seen it so many times, and it feels like yeah. you watch it like a bunch of times at Christmas. So it kind of maybe ruins. It, it loses for, its yeah. fizzle. 
There's a couple more in here that I don't understand. What the hell is everything must go? Does anybody even know what that is? I remember that being like, it's not, I don't think it's a comedy. I think he's like trying to do a serious role. And I remember he had a bunch of stuff out in the front yard. He was trying to sell it, I oh. think. That Wasn't was there something the where he's a, he's a... No, that's a series where he's like going to psychotherapy with Paul Rudd or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. It's some Netflix show. I, re- I think I've seen maybe one episode of it. Really? And it's super... Fi- like, it was real big in COVID, I think. Oh. Yeah. It was like Tiger King and that thing. No way. The one that everyone needs to see is called Stranger Than Fiction. And if you haven't watched this movie... This sounds like, amazing. It's like it's more serious. It's complete. A- he's... He's an IRS agent, and one day he's brushing his teeth, and like somebody's narrating it, but he can hear it. And oh. he's basically a character in a book that's about to be killed in the book, and he has to save his own life. Oh, that's a good. Cool I'm not. Premise. I don't want to ruin the whole movie for you, but like, and Emma Thompson huh. is in it. Wow! Like that's okay. everyone's homework assignment tonight. What's you know, it called? Stranger than fiction. Okay. Um, the other the one, one is, I think the one that should be the two that should be way higher on the list. They have Zoolander at number six. Stupidest movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Don't ever watch that movie. If you don't, I, want, you have to watch it. it to just to see it. No, yeah. you don't. It's the worst. Steve is the only smart I'm one in the not. room. Is that, it's so wait, stupid. He's the dude. one that does the blue steel face all the time. He does yeah. the face. Oh, that's yeah, he's that's killer. Sweet. Yeah, yes. he, Will Ferrell's the villain in the movie. It's so And bad. when 10-year-old Tyler saw it, he thought it was <laughs> very funny. <laughs> and uh, what's the other one? Step Brothers is number 10. That's got to be like one or two. Step yeah. Brothers? With him and the other dude? Yeah. yeah. I saw it like four times in theaters. You touched my because, drum set. Yeah, because 17-year-old T-Hack thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Slacker and Steve. All right, so we're, we're kind of... Having an oral fixation what? day here because huh? <laughs> I just had dental work done today. I had a crown. I have a temporary crown put in right now. Do you have you ever lost your temporary crown? Yes. Mm. Oh my god! I knew you would be the one who asked. And they hate How? you for it. Did you did you swallow it? I didn't, but I just you popped yes, it off. Th- oh, you did something, swallow. Why something. do they hate you for it? Because they did all that. Well, you're right. I mean, I'm paying for it. But they did all that. All they that work. They have to do another uh, temporary crown. Oh, they have to start over again. Yeah. You've had a lot of crowns, right? Only like two, but they always get screwed up. I have like, I have one, two, three, four. I have one in every quadrant. And it's essentially every time you go to a new dentist, they're like, that old dentist was a piece of hell. We're going to replace all four of those. They do. I'm on my sixth round <laughs> of crowns because I'm on my sixth dentist. Yep. Um, Is it just because the old dentist like leaves his initials or something on the old ones and they don't like something. looking at it? it like, yeah. I'm getting those out of there. I, I feel like it's own. just something because they just, they know you have a certain amount of like your Delta dental insurance will cover a certain yes. amount every year. Mm. And they're like, hey, um, we noticed you haven't paid for x-rays this year. It's like, do I need them? It's like, well, exactly. <laughs> we need the money. They max it out. <laughs> um, so we were talking about different things that are happening in the dental world. Mm. And right now, the um, the flavors of fluoride and the flavor of the goop they put in your mouth to make. Uh, <sighs> um, this is hard for me because they make mint. Everything, yeah. everything that goes in your mouth should taste like mint. Who doesn't like mint? Is there somebody in this room who doesn't like mint? No. No, I'm right. all, I like mint. All in. Yeah. They're always out of mint. So all, my choices are. <laughs> it's because we, we all like it. I we all use it. They're like, well, which kind of fluoride would you like? I'm like, mint. They're like, we're out. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, what do you got? They're like, um, bubble gum, which is horrifying. Uh, or caramel. Caramel? Oh. That's new. <laughs> No, no, if you like caramel, you don't want to use... Right. It's like... You're, I can't just I can't think of the now I've, I've my mouth is really starting to hurt right now because all the drugs are wearing off so I can't think straight my analogies aren't great but it's like it's like having I love sushi 
but I don't want to rub down my teeth. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, and it's not even like real sushi. It's like gas right. station sushi. Correct. <laughs> it's like fishy smell yeah. on your yeah. teeth. Yeah. My conspiracy mind is going into work because why are they putting caramel on your teeth? Aren't they're dentists? You're not supposed to be eating caramel. That. Oh, and bubble gum that. too. Yeah. Right? That. You do it. <laughs> two for two. You're right. Here's all the reasons you got here in the first place. Exactly. Mint. Mint doesn't hurt your teeth. <laughs> Um, so anyway, we were talking about me and my dental plight, and somehow we're in a pretty deep gum discussion yeah. in the room. As chewing gum, yeah. The only time I don't have gum in my mouth is when I'm in this room, and I just found out two people, maybe all three, is anybody else in this room a gum person? No. 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 No, I'm not dependent or weak. I'm a I, mint man. Yeah. Okay. So Did much he? just happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to unpack these one at a time. Aaron, being Switzerland over there, Switzerland, <laughs> she's like, I'm not involved. Look away. I'm not doing anything. We'll get to you, Hack. You you what? have the most addictive personality of anybody in this room. So for you to look at me and say, I'm not weak because I chew gum. Yeah. <laughs> That's dependency. You have, you're dependent. I don't know what it is. Is it an oral thing? I just think I don't want my mouth to smell like butt. Yeah. Or caramel or okay. sushi. Okay, cool. That's cool. So then you're always you're thinking of us, of other people when you chew gum. You're not doing it for you. I'm doing it for me as well because uh, I don't like. Can't you taste your own breath? You can't taste your own breath. You smoke. You don't have. You have no idea what your breath tastes like. I know what you're, what you're saying though. Yeah. I think you're. I think it you're nose that. blind to your own breath. But I think there's times I can tell my breath is terrible. Okay, I agree with you. And, and Wait, you're saying there are times my breath is terrible? No, no, no my breath <laughs> is no, terrible. No, 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 I yes. don't think your breath, I'm not close enough to you to smell. I don't, I swear to God, that's another thing. You, you get say, all paranoid. Yeah, you guys like, would. It, I give you gum all the time. And that means when someone gives you, when someone offers you gum, they're telling you that your no, breath not. sucks, so take the gum. Do you believe that? Does anybody believe that? I, I don't believe that it happens every time, but if someone offers me gum, I'm going to take it. Or a mint. Because they might be saying yes. that your breath I'm telling is you bad. right now, that's not what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I just got gum out and you're eyeballing it. Oh, like, okay. I feel okay. weird that I got it out. Okay, I was going to say, I would not eyeball your gum and you don't have to offer because you know I don't chew gum. But I was thinking... It's 100% why. It's not, it's, I can't, like, open a, a box of Trulies and just go with everyone. and have one. It's like, it was if I want a Truly. I thought with gum, you wait till someone asks you. Mm. You don't offer first. You go, oh, you got gum? I just start switch? handing it out. Do you have an extra piece? Okay. I have to. Okay. And it's the same with mints. I also like mints. I don't know why Tiak won't just... I, if I have mints, I'll eat the whole box in one sitting. I will not stop. Like junior mints type of candy. Like Altoids. I will just... You'll eat cut. them by yourself. <laughs> I, I, remember at Children's Hospital, we have those wintergreen lifesavers? Life yeah. yeah. Have you... Not, I have broken a crown almost every year at Children's Hospital. Because I chew those damn mints. Because they shoot off sparks in your the mouth. The wintergreen ones do. Yeah. And we all have to go in it. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's yeah. so cool. You got to go in a dark room. <laughs> with you. It's sort, and watch you eat your it's sort of like Meow Wolf, except with slacker and wintergreen. <laughs> and there's actually not a lot of lights. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. It's not that bad. Yeah. Well, for me, mints are just their utility. They're not a food. They're not a snack. You don't, you use, you just pop one in. Do you have in. mints on you right now? No, in my car. So I always have a mint on the way in. So you're saying you don't bring a mint up here because you don't find any of us worthy of making out with it. By you not being ready, you're saying there's no chance of you making out with it. No, I have them. Yeah, I have it in the car. I'm I'm make out ready when I walk in the door. 
Yeah, but you you had that mint a long time ago. Like at this time, your breath is back to rank. You don't want it to be like overpowering. Oh yes, mint. you do. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that used to be my move is the the spray. I always had the spray in my pocket. You were a banaka dude. Yeah, yeah, banaka. Exactly. They still put it in a spray form. Uh, yeah. God, Did so- you guys ever have like the little um, dissolvable? Sheet? I love those I things. Little scotch tape things. Yeah. Like those? I had a. Oh my god, I had a problem. Because yeah, I was just uh, just like the other things. Like, the I, dissolving I, I go through They make your eyes water, man. They're so good. <laughs> That like I don't like. Do you do mouthwash? I used to. I, I you know what I bet you are. I bet you're a nasty mouthwash guy. I'm the I'm the medicinal. God, the no. <laughs> yes. is from the devil. Then I flick a lighter and breathe. <laughs> Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in, and listen to a participating station for a minimum of sixty minutes to get your daily entry, and you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Slacker and Steve. Weekday afternoons on Alice. Okay, I just gotta address some outrages happening on the internet. Big like, time outrage. I don't, but wait, who? I just get really angry. If somebody's doing something you don't like, how about you not do it? I mean, okay, you have a right not to do what they're right. doing. Okay. So this family... They're influencers in some way. They're like parental influencers. Like, so people watch them for what they do with their kids. Is that what I understand? Yeah. Okay. They're Kimmy and Steven. They're in Texas. And they basically made a whole big heap and helping of spaghetti and meatballs. Put out like the tablecloth you would use on a picnic table. Okay. So it's made of that. It's that plasticky. Yes. So food doesn't soak into it. Gotcha. It's not like a, like a, like a cloth tablecloth. Right. Stains and yes. all Yes. They, so they made all these spaghetti and meatballs. They set all the kids on that, and they just dumped the spaghetti and meatballs on the ground, on this tablecloth, and the kids are just getting after it like savages. Like they're eating with their hands. The one-year-old gets some on her feet. It's a one-year-old. They're not walking. Their <laughs> feet are not, dirty. Yeah, it, she was on the edge. It Are they in the, They're inside? They're in the kitchen? Like on the no, kitchen they're floor? Outside. Outside. Okay. outside. Outside. On that cloth. Yes. They dump the food on the cloth. Yes. And then kids, and then the kids eat to... with their hands. Okay, so every day, spaghetti? I guarantee you, Tiak in his phone has a video of Leo eating spaghetti with his hands. And yeah. it's cute. And it's- yeah. Of course it's cute. It's- he doesn't know how to use a fork yet. Yeah, it's puskety, actually. Oh, at this not puskety, puskety. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, right. kids eat with their hands when they're little. It's funny. Why? And, 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 but parents and people are-, are like, this is so bad. You're like, you're teaching your kids. This is disgusting. This is... Because they're not using hands, so it's just... And it's outside. And just saying, and like, I can't imagine how many ants or gnats are on the food. So you've never had a picnic, you a-hole? Yeah. Like, uh. all I'm saying is, if you find it vile to eat paschetti on the <laughs> ground outside. On a cloth. Then don't do it. But they want to stop they wanna, other people from. Yes. Don't. Don't eat sketty. I'm good with it. It's like, you know, it's like how, it's how you feed a tr- a pig in a trough kind of thing. You just it dump is their... it is true. But you're not te- you're not feeding. Uh... That's gonna be like a core memory for the kids. They're gonna remember being outside with their parents, having fun, and yes. just having a bunch of spaghetti and meatballs outside, playing with their food. Yes, yes, I remember the first time my parents, instead of cutting a watermelon into slices, like cut it in half and cut it in half again so it's like a quarter of a watermelon went here and handed me the whole thing. And I was <laughs> like, what? 
and they just let me just pull, shove my face into it like it was like cream pie and I just I just oh god I ate that watermelon uh, so hard that's... it does it does feel like this is a special thing like they're not yes. doing this with every meal like right. eat it okay. on the floor it's like oh we're doing this fun spaghetti Paschetti. Paschetti, yeah. Although, but, technically, did you guys know that spaghetti and meatballs is not even Italian? It's oh actually British. In fact, the Italians hate being associated with spaghetti and meatballs. Did you know Alfredo is not Italian as well? <gasps> I didn't. <laughs> what? Stop your dirty whole mouth! Steve's like, Olive Garden, I'm coming! Oh, see, <laughs> where's Alfredo coming from? I think it's American. All right! <laughs> Slacker and Steve. Uh, anybody want a dog? Because yeah, I'm getting actually. rid of no. Oh, oh, too soon. You Aaron just lost yours. Aaron just lost. Um, I think I'm gonna have to get rid of Moxie because um, what? I'm not actually, but there's a story where a woman had to be hospitalized for three days because of her dog. What? He attacked her. Um, I don't. I don't as know many if we can talk about as it. I read this title. I don't understand what happened. How it happened. I'm gonna go ahead and just read the headline that's that's concerning Aaron the most. Woman hospitalized for three days after dog poos on her face while sleeping. Oh, what? <laughs> now the dog wasn't sleeping. Yeah, I was gonna say which one. <laughs> he was sleep pooing. Yeah. What? I, I just want you to know in advance, we want to hear the stories of your pets causing damage. We call it pet mm. damage mm-hmm. because this will change your life forever. Like I've never even imagined my dog being able to poo on me, Amen. like on my body, let alone on my face. Yeah. And let's go one step further, hitting the mark <laughs> of my mouth. Oh, whoa. Hey. Yeah. It feels very intentional for the yeah. dog to go. Normally you think they'd go to a corner or try to hide it or yeah. something. Most dogs do. Yeah. That's vindictive. This is a real shot across. I the... mean, it was a chihuahua. So yes, it's the woman's pet chihuahua. Bell got ill in the middle of the night. And here's a quote from her. I suddenly felt something squirt in my mouth. Okay. <laughs> so gross. It was disgusting, and I was hurling violently for hours after. Oh. I just couldn't get the taste out of my mouth. Oh. End quote. Um, the daughter took Belle to the vet while mom is puking up diarrhea. Oh. <laughs> That's so bad. squirts. From your mouth. From a dog. (laughs) The dog's just looking like, blame that on the dog. Um, The vet said the pooch has a nasty stomach bug, but then um, eventually the mom, after taking painkillers for stomach cramps and whatnot, her symptoms got worse and she had to be hospitalized because she got some sort of massive infection. Um, How does Belle get, like, everybody's right. Your dog, when they don't feel good. Like, when my dog did damage when she was dying, she crawled under the Christmas tree. It's like, I need to hide. The shame of me pooing liquid is horrifying. (laughs) They're not going to climb up on my face and, like... Get all situated. That's yeah, that's vindictive. That's yeah, just, it yeah. does. It feels intentional. It does. <laughs> and how do you not feel your dog climbing onto your face? Oh, yes, right. yeah. that. <laughs> oh. All right. So I'm sorry. I need a second. I know. Oh. Me too. <laughs> you guys are about to yak? I, yeah. 
Oh, you're going to yak. I try not to. Here's why. You're not going to throw up diarrhea too, right? <laughs> Here's my thing. Is that that thick diarrhea or is it like the runnier no, diarrhea? No, you're not going to get me on this. Light brown, only, dark brown. Only Aaron could get me on this and she's not going to. You haven't had a dog. Is it beef so you don't like know. or a... The, there are key words that you could say right now. that Hamburger me, gravy. Nope. No. <laughs> there are words about a dog's diarrhea that only happen to a dog. Aaron, what is it? <laughs> I don't it smells talk. hot. Yeah. Hot was the word I was thinking. Hot. Of. It's like it's hot. It's hot. It's, you can't describe it, but it's. It's just hot. And even when you're not near it, it's hot. <laughs> it could be sitting there for hours. And it's oh, hot. Yeah, in the, it could be sitting in the Arctic. <laughs> and then you walk by and you're like, ooh, hot diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Okay, so th- we don't want all your pet damage stories to, one, be about dogs. Okay. Two, be about poop. Mm. It can be about any pet you have and the, the type of damage they did. And in fact... what I'd almost applaud you if it didn't have diarrhea in it. (laughs) So we want to hear your pet damage stories, 303-222-5423, or text us at 51059. I think my favorite story that I've seen was about a bunny. Okay. Because you think, oh, a bunny, super cute, just kind of hops around, hits its tail, whatever. Okay. Chewing up a bunch of... Big brand designer person. <gasps> a bunny. Oh, she's a bunny for a pet. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, those two things don't go together. What's that? Nobody buys Louis bags and has and a, a bunny bu- for a pet. That is a lot. That's not the same person. One lives in a trailer. No. <laughs> Hold on. No way. Nobody buying Louis bags has a bunny. Yeah. Nobody has a bunny get, can get a Louis bag. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some about stuffing hay into a cage. Ta-da! Yeah, I'm with you. The smell of a bunny cage does not go with air mace. It just... But the bunny mm. eats the that bags. Should be their tagline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should do that at the Air Maze store where you've made an appointment. It's like, tell me about your pets. <laughs> bunny? No, be gone. Off with you. You can have a lobster for a pet, but you can't have a bunny. Mm. So how many? Do you know how many bags it destroyed? I don't know how many, but it was like three thousand pounds worth of damage. <laughs> okay. The heck? Physical pounds, or that's no, no, the no, British? No. Okay, yeah. the British Money. currency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got 3,000 pounds worth of designer bags. <laughs> but, I mean, Moxie has destroyed so much stuff What is already. going on? Well, because she gets separation. I mean, she's fine now. The CBD has helped her a ton. Okay. Um, But she would just, she gets separation anxiety and she's mm-hmm. like, so I open all the like sliding shades or whatever, but any shutter that she could get to, she wants to get it open. She's like, well, maybe he's out on, maybe he's out here. So then she would just get up and try, and she can't, she lacks the opposable thumb necessary to open a shutter. So she just eats through the shutter. It's so confusing. You'd think like, cause you go home and then you spend all night with her and stuff. You'd think she'd be like, okay, you're coming back or just like, he's not. That great. Shut like, up. Like, I mean, like, I don't need to claw my way to get to him. Like, yeah, it'll be fine. All right. So if your dog, cat, ferret, yeah. bunny, Lizard, Komodo dragon, whatever nice. you have, whatever kind of pet has done some damage in your life, we want to hear your story. Please, it's got to be hot diarrhea. Hot diarrhea. 303 5423. Slacker and Steve. Pretty much all of us in the studio are scarred from a woman's story where her dog had. Yeah. 
It had that really hot. Yes. Poo. Dia. In her mouth. In her mouth. Yep. So she got really, really sick. <laughs> it's inspired. Stop. Why are you laughing, man? <laughs> just, I, she almost died from poo I, in her I, mouth. It's but a, that dog was vindicated. It had it intentionally. There's no way just, it's not. Right. That's not an accident. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm not young. I've never accidentally. <laughs> right. Okay. So we want to hear your pet damage stories. Ugh. Pablo. Hey there. Hi there. Oh, there. Hey there. Hi there. Ho oh, there. You just wanted oh, us to say that, didn't you? Said it. Oh, awesome. Oh, cool, man. All right. So what's your pet damage story? Uh, so when I was a kid, my I asked for a Rottweiler. So I know Santa Claus is real because my brother came home with a Rottweiler. <laughs> and so he, I got a Superman watch that year, and he... Ate it off Ooh. of my wrist. Oh, you just eat like, it while you were like storing it well, next to your bed. No, he I decided I'm eating him. it off of him. Yeah, I was trying to play with him, and then he like bit onto my watch, and he tore that whole thing off. <laughs> and he caused me some psychological damage, brother. Did he swallow your watch? <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, well, I don't think he swallowed it. I don't remember him swallowing it, but he certainly bit it off my watch when I was a kid. That is I'm very scared of dogs. Yeah, that's now. damaging. Yeah. So then you have a, yeah. you have no Superman watch, and you have a very violent dog that you're afraid of. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you sound like you're still damaged, Pablo. Oh. Thank you for the call, man. Uh, Sharon. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I love you guys. I think you're very funny. So oh, anyway, sure. we have this had this new puppy in our new home in about like 1975. And we cornered him off in the kitchen, put a little gate so he couldn't go out of the kitchen because we didn't want him on the carpeting. So what he does is he starts scratching at the wall. So he ruined the drywall in our new kitchen. They eat dry. How do they just try? They just have anxiety, man. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking he, Steve out of yeah. ever getting a pet here. <laughs> and then, yeah, no, get a pet because they're worth it. But this is what he did. What he did was scratched it enough, and then he chewed on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they can't, no diarrhea story, though. No, no, no. But, like, then you're torn because you're like, I want to replace the drywall, but then yeah. he's just going to do it again. Like, oh, you don't well, know. Well, just... what we, then we got a crate. What we did was uh, when yeah. we were oh, there, we, we created up, crate. <laughs> 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 we created up the drywall. Don't solve the actual problem. Uh, no, that's great. Thank you, Sharon. Uh, Sue. Yes. Yes. What's your, so, pe- yo, what's your pet damage? Our, um, our dog had some anxiety and was in the backyard during the day and thought he needed in the house really bad. And so he ate a siding off the house. Yep. The siding the now. Yep. When they when they think you're hiding from them, what? they're going to remove all obstacles, oh, including your house itself. <laughs> Is this a load-bearing yeah. wall? I'm a dog. I don't know. I'm going in anyway. <laughs> it's, oh, my God. Jeez. Yeah. So yeah. what do you all do after that? All the way down that? to the studs. Yeah. All the way down uh, to the studs. Okay. Nice. Oh, That's an amazing story. Thank yes. you, Sue. Uh, Hannah. Yep. Yep. Uh, doggy or pet damage, what do you got? Yeah, guys. Uh, so I had a, a golden retriever. Her name is Emma, and she was straight from hell. And she ate through, you know, you have that wicker patio furniture oh, that's yeah. actually plastic. It's not wood anymore. It's plastic. Yeah, it is. She ate the entire set of patio furniture one day while we were at work. So we came back 
you could not sit in it. You couldn't even identify parts of it because it was all over my But she didn't swallow it. She was just like, watch me dismantle this like a Lego set. Yes. Just tornadoed through it. (laughs) Yeah. Some of that, like, um, separation anxiety, I believe she... uh, she had some of that. The, yeah. the the other thing that she did, though, she ate through the entire electrical panel oh, on nice. the outside of the house. So the that heck? one is the one that has, like, the landline so you can have a phone line. Oh, no one geez. has a phone line anymore. She ate through the entire panel. So we can no longer have a landline at our house until we get, like, it all dug up through the whole entire neighborhood. Nice! I'm Guessing she electrocuted herself about 14 times, but again, we weren't home, so. I blame you for buying wicker. (laughs) (laughs) It's your fault. (laughs) And by coating your telephone wire in hamburger, that's probably a problem. I will tell you, we do have like the iron patio furniture now. Yes, you do. You got to go with something inedible. Thank you, Hannah. Uh, Natasha. Yay. Yay. Pet damage, what do you got? So I'm offended because I have two bunnies and I have designer bags. Nice. So. <laughs> you're lying. Like, we had a story bunnies earlier. Bags, like, yeah. You're either a bunny person or you're a Louie, but you're not both. <laughs> you can't be both. No, I'm both. I'm both. We have free-range bunnies and I have nice bags. So. Oh, no. You, then you don't have bunnies. If they're free-range bunnies, <laughs> you just <laughs> feed feral bunnies. <laughs> Listen, no. They are, they're fancy bunnies. They're, yeah. Okay, so you have fancy feral bunnies, but they don't come (laughs) in the house. You don't have a bunny cage in your house (laughs) next to your airbag. Yes, you just don't. No, they're litter trained. They have their own room. Lies. Your bags are the bunnies. Yes, I believe, yes. Your bags are probably trained. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Natasha. I'm sorry I didn't mean to insult people. Uh, Melissa. Yay. Yay. What's your pet damage? I was just saying standard puppy stuff. She was just really sneaky. Um, I had like a two-month-old baby at the time, and my husband got the dog, so she was a puppy. But she chewed up. We didn't have a sprinkler system, so he like self-rigged some. Like he had little hoses going, and he had this. Set, he had like a timer plugged in and everything to like four sprinklers in our backyard. Yeah, they'll they'll dig down to them. They just want to know what's going Mojo on. Mojo dug up a pipe of yeah, yours, he, he, and it was it was buried properly, so it was like three feet down. Dang! Yeah, he brought the whole thing to me. She just chewed up all, like our backyard entirely. She chewed up that whole sprinkler system, our seats off our swing set for our older kid, and our set. just tore the whole thing apart. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that reminds me. My my childhood dog. I remember. Raina? Uh, my, yeah, Raina. My parents. Like there was some time we didn't have our fence had blown down in the backyard, so they uh, chained her to a swing set that we had. And I remember oh. telling my mom, "Hey, uh, there goes a swing set." And she, she was like, what? And sh- no, she carried the swings. She was just oh, like, oh, this isn't strong enough to hold me back. She was like, I'm going to the park. She's I'm, bringing, he's like, I'm bringing the swings up to the park, everybody. Slacker and Steve. I can't decide if my story is stupid or more just flat out terrifying. Ooh. People are being viciously attacked and no one can stop it. What? <laughs> Can't wait to hear that story. My story involves a drunk woman ordering food from McDonald's in her special order. Uh, by the time she got, let's just say you're not going to believe the order, what she got when she okay, was finally I got I love her. drunk yeah. people at McDonald's. Yes. 
Slacker and Steve's stories of stupendous stupidity. So a woman named Katie Poole in Toronto. I know, not Florida. She was all drunk and hung over. She decided to order some McDonald's delivery. Uh, oh. We like those special, like the modify, the special orders, you know. Because you can do it on the app. Have you? Like, I know you're no. probably not an app guy, but all the burger joints now, you like go on, it's like, put another pat. Like, you can, you just start saying, plus ketchup, yeah. plus an extra slice of cheese, and you can get like. That's cool. I haven't been on the McDonald's app specifically, but yeah, you can get nutty and just say, take this off, add this, take this, add that. Okay. That's what she was doing. So what did she order? How'd she modify it? Yeah, somehow it went too far with the modification. She asked for no bun. Oh, Okay. No mustard, no onions, no pickles, or no hamburger patty. Uh, But McDonald's, they always get everyone's order correctly. They delivered her what she... The only ingredients that were left were two packets of ketchup. So basically, she paid full price for the burger and got two packets of ketchup. She literally took every every single thing off of it. Paid full price and then got her. So you're hungover Uh as hell, and you're just like, I can't wait to get some greasy food. It's gonna make me feel better. And McDonald's rolls in with two packets of ketchup. That's what George. Now here's your bunless, meatless, mustardless, pickleless. What the? It's just ketchup, man. Uh, My story is a small town in Tennessee. Uh, Cops are in the neighborhood seeking out something that is attacking the neighborhood. Every single day. What is going on? Uh, apparently, somebody's got themselves a pet monkey. Okay. And it got loose. Oh. And it's literally going through the neighborhood, jumping on people and biting them. Oh, what the? It's still loose. No one knows where it is. They just. <laughs> oh, uh, a neighbor across the street was recently forced to fend the monkey off. With a stick. Jeez. So you gotta you carry bananas and sticks if you're in this neighborhood. <laughs> Wildlife Resources uh, Agency can't find it, and they don't know what charges to file against the attacking crazy spider monkey. Dang. Uh, those were all these stupid people we could find for today. Slacker and Steve. Weekday afternoons on Alice. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 